This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. You can praise men, but you must never worship men. I want to begin talking about the subject worship today. There is a kind of praise that can be given to men, but there's a kind of praise also that you must not give man. If your child does well, you can praise, you can praise your football team. Oh, they defended well. Oh, that captain did well. You understand what I'm saying? You can you praise people when they do very well. Like, oh, this worker is very faithful, is very wonderful. Those are normal level of praise, and it's okay. But there's a kind of adoration that you cannot give a man, or you must not give a man. But then when it crosses to worship, it's another story entirely. We want to be looking at one of the deepest things. Number one, you are created to worship him. What is worship? Why is worship very important to God? Amen. God bless you. Can have your seats. Hallelujah. Oh, in Luke chapter 4, let's start from around verse 6. In the, what happened between Jesus and Satan? And the devil said to him, let's start from verse 5. And the devil taking him up into a high mountain. I welcome everybody watching us from whatever nation on earth. God bless you, you are welcome. We are talking about worship this morning. And the devil taking him up into a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. He just saw the kingdoms, including the ones yet to be then. And the devil said to him, All this power I will give thee and the glory of them. For it is delivered to me and I can give anybody. And he wasn't lying. Satan is the God of the world. When we say the world, we are talking about the God of the system of this world. Maybe I own God of this age. The system, the system. Not the God of the people there. There is only one God. But he governs the systems of the world. And the systems of the world, they favor those who are mean. They favor those who follow Satan. Except saints pray. So Satan is telling Jesus with authoritative finality. I can give you all these kingdoms. I have power to give anybody I want to give. But I request one thing of thee. Next verse. If thou therefore shalt worship me, all shall be thine. This will make a person begin to look at what is the essence of worship. What does it mean to God and what does it mean to Satan? So important is worship to Satan that he could tell somebody that if you just worship me now, all I possess, all that has been given to me, I will give them to you. I don't mind not being the owner anymore in the next one minute. If you just worship me now, these possessions that I've kept for a long time, that are mine, I am more than willing to part away with them and make them yours, but on one condition, you worship. And Jesus responded, 
and said, Get behind me, Satan, for it is with him. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only. Him only thou shalt serve. There is a connection between service and worship and at times they are used interchangeably. So, Jesus received the first temptation. Turn this stone to bread. He just responded with a scripture. And he did not tell Satan that get lost. Then Satan fired the second one. Luke started with the, or Luke made the second one, the third one, the third one, the second one. But I believe Matthew's arrangement is better. It's also in Matthew chapter 4. So Satan moved to the second one. It took him to a very high pinnacle. And he said, jump down. For it is written, I will give my angel charge over this Psalm 90. And says so 90 or 91. And then in their hand, they bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus said to Satan, it is written again. Because this time when Satan started with, it is written. Then Jesus also replied to him that, he replied to him and said, it is written again. So when you tell me what is written, I will tell you what is written again. Hallelujah. Imagine Satan quoting scripture. And Jesus said, it is written again. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. But he still didn't say, get lost, Satan. But when he comes, when Satan touched on the subject of worship, ah, Jesus said, conversation ends now. Get away. And the Bible says, Satan departed. They both understood what they were talking about. So, because Jesus told the woman in John chapter 4, God is a spirit. From verse 23, 24. And they that must worship God. Some was worship him. And the Bible says, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. I guess that happened with the smoke on the screen, on the, on the stage. During what, wonderful. That doesn't mean you stop the smoke. It makes picture beautiful. But there are some critics, the way their hearts were. I've told the workers before. When I came on Facebook, said the reason why they use smoke in church is because the real glory has departed. <laughs> he said, the time of Solomon, the glory of God came down like a smoke. He said, now we use smoke machine. He said, oh, when I say I laugh, I say, some people, anyway, <laughs> it got out mercy on some people. He said, any church where they are using yellow light, they said, God is never there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, they say people can get carried away by all this and lose the essence of worship. But this doesn't disturb worship. In fact, it enhances it. Amen. Are you with me? <laughs> God is a spirit. And they that worship him. But Jesus started by saying that the hour is coming. And now. Now is. When the true worshippers. There are people called true worshippers. They worship God in spirit and in truth. Why does God demand for worship and what is worship anyway? I want to show you one more thing. Revelation chapter 14 verse 6. This is so important. And I saw another angel. After all the destructions of the end time. After the beasts are risen from the sea. And after all said and done. God decided to give the entire earth then where we will not be there at that time. Just one more opportunity to hear the word. So an angel came in the middle of the year. 
Now, some of the things in the book of Revelation are symbols, and I don't want to go into that, but let's just take it literally as it is. In the midst of heaven, having everlasting gospel to preach to them that dwell on the earth. Now, at this time, the Antichrist has appeared. At this time, the, the beast, the dragon, all of them, they are the false prophet, they are playing, playing their role. But God decided that, let me just give them one more chance. Because, so no preachers on earth again. Then an angel came and stood in the midst of heaven flying. And he said, this is the everlasting gospel. To every nation, kingdom, every kindred, tongue and people. Next verse. Say with a loud voice, fear God. Give him glory. For the hour of his judgment is come. Worship him. That made heaven and earth and the sea. The angel didn't preach for more than one minute. He just said, one more chance. This is the gospel. Guys, fear God and worship him. Bye-bye. Firstly, there are many things you can subtly begin to worship. So, when he gave them the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20, he began to tell them straight away, thou shalt have no other God beside me. Number one commandment. Which means that thou shalt worship no other God. Error tried the men worship him and he died instantly. It is something that God reserves for himself. And it is something that Satan wants desperately. It looks to me, when you start to the Bible, that worship makes Satan to play the role of God. Worship makes him to feel like he is almighty. And sincerely, anywhere is being given to God and it's not being given to Satan, he will run away or attack the place. One of the ways to get Satan on the run at all times is to worship him. When he began to say in Isaiah 14, I will be like most I. I will set up my throne. In other words, I want worship. This is why till today, he is still blessing those who worship him. Have you seen the wealth of church of Satan before? Once you worship, so for the greedy, for people who want material things, uh, it's not the kingdom of God is not the right place to look for material, material things. Go to Satan. It does a better job. When it comes to satisfying the greed of people, he will do it. But he will demand worship. And worship is expensive. I will worship the Lord for he is worthy. I will lay down my sword for praise of peace is his name. King of the flood, the Lord is mighty. Oh, can you? Amen. <laughs> we express a part of it in song, but it's not song. There is what is called in the Bible, the law of first mention. Which some agree with this, some don't agree with it. But law of first mention states that if you want to know the true meaning of a thing, find out the first time it is mentioned in the Bible. The first time it's mentioned in the Bible is probably the original meaning before men decided to adulterate it and uh, extrapolate, do this and this and adjust it. So it's like at the beginning, God has mentioned things the way 
So the first time you will see the word worship in the Bible is in the book of Genesis chapter 22, verse 5, with a man called Papa Abraham. That's the first time the word worship. If you use anybody, if you open your concordance, the first worship you will see there is in Genesis 22. No mention of the word worship until this time. When Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac on the mountain, he told the servant that we want to go and worship and come back. And the servants were wondering. Now, this position, what Abraham did, shows the real meaning of worship. And you are going to find out that there are some similarities between what Satan promised Jesus as an exchange for worship and what God also did when Abraham sacrificed his son. As soon as Abraham too gave Isaac, God said, by myself have I sworn. In blessing. What makes these two beings that when they are worshipped, it does something to them and they release? One of the ways to begin to get into this, what sex is to a man, is almost like that is what worship is to God. There is a satisfaction that cannot be described that the Almighty gets from anyone that worships him and that makes him. That's why ungodly men also, a lady needs promotion, they ask for sex, and when she does, they give it to her. A young girl needs a movie role. I said, this role, you can't have it. Director says, okay, but one condition. If you come to hotel, room, so, 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 uh, you have the role. If she does, she will have the role. People are raising into heights in the society that they don't deserve because they have given an intercourse. They've had an intercourse with somebody. It has made them to rise. That even you that you are the next in command, maybe you are the uh, uh, next to the CEO, the CEO can fire you for a girl that is a messenger because something has been going on between them. It is, that is the way, I'm not saying that exactly, but that is the description that we can give. So if you look at the way Satan too reacted, worship me, take everything, take everything. Let's read what the angel said to Abraham when he was true with what he did that he called worship. And, and the angel now called to Abraham out of heaven and said, Abraham, he said, here am I. Next verse. Don't lay your hand on the child. Now I know that you fear God, seeing that you will not your son, the only son from me. Next verse. And Abraham lifted up his hand and then go to the angel called the second time. <laughs> As if the Lord said to the angel, what did you say? He said, I commended you for fearing him. God said to the angel, is that what you said? <laughs> go and talk again. That those who do this kind of thing, we just don't commend them. Then the Bible says, and the angel of the Lord called out of heaven the second time. There was a resounding voice from heaven. It did not come to the earth to stand before Abraham tell Abraham something. It was from heaven. Ah, Maybe, you know, today, like as all the things I'm sharing, the first service, I talked about Satan. We just started origin of Satan and uh, who Satan is. Now we are talking about worship. All of them, I'll just do introduction. Like, I'm just doing introduction to worship. It's next week we start proper. I, when Jacob was going to worship, he told the people that, leave all the strange God behind, get out of town. It's so private an affair that the way you do it takes the whole of yourself. So God said to Abraham, by myself have I sworn, because you have done this thing. What is that thing? Abraham called the worship. You have not without your son, thy only son, 
He said, in blessing, I will bless thee. In multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven. As the sun which is upon the seashore, thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all nations. I told that there are some similarities. What did Lucifer tell Jesus? He said that he showed Jesus all the kingdoms, all the nations, and the kindred. And he said, I will give you. Abraham worshipped God. God told Abraham that your seed will possess how many? All nations. God is also the king of nations. But he told Abraham, because we have what you have done, I'm going to give the nations to your children. Why does worship pull this kind of generosity out of these two beings? It's because every creation of God, the original intent is that you worship. God derives the highest satisfaction from your life when you are worshipping him, when you are a worshipper. Down at your feet, O oh Lord, is the most high place in your presence, Lord. See your face, I see. I love the next part. What does it say? There is no I am calling no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne. When the Father hears, you are my God, you are my Father. Now, we say them in song, it's okay. But beyond songs, it wants it to come real from your hearts. I am here because you made me. The first thing that begins to happen after God's satisfaction is that the attention of heaven begins to focus on you and you are separated because you have become among those who fail or who satisfy something in God. The reason why he made you in the first place. He begins to watch over you that Satan doesn't come there because Satan wants the same thing from you. We are going to talk about different areas of worship. But it's just to say, all I want to share, which I've done this morning, just to let you know that this thing is important to God. Angels prostrate to worship Him. 24 elders will remove their crown, and they do that forever. No elder stands to worship God. In the practical demonstration of it, I am praying that that time comes to your life today. When you stop worshipping God and you are still reading some other... See, the principle of true worship demands that every attention is on one being. It also demands that the one worshipping that being, you, are, you, you assume the position of total helplessness and absolute nothing before him. If you worship him and a part of you is still remaining significant before yourself, it's not worship. Worship means total surrender. That in this place, there is only one person. Every other person is useless. Nothing provokes the power of God that way. That you are everything, I am nothing. Not that you only say with your mouth. Everything about you in that room is saying that, Lord, this is why people. It's like many from people like that, that the way that he cannot worship Stein. He said, God will knock him down. 
Interesting, one day I was just listening around to my best pastor Chris said that. So many of you see the way we call it that the way he said, he said, when I'm we say, I dare not worship standing. He said, for me, anytime the prayers of God comes to my room, the first thing he does is to knock me down. Because when the king stands, or when the king sits, everybody must fall. You don't stand before him. Of course, you might be in the office and your seat, and by the virtue of where you are, you can't really go down. You worship. God understands. But I'm saying that it must not be an attitude. There is something about worship. It must never be done casually. We are still talking around this thing. Because from the Bible, everyone that worshipped, they never returned the same way. So when you do something in your room and nothing happens to you, but you call it worship, you are wrong. Can this happen every day? In fact, when you look into the eyes of a worshiper, you can know. I'm not talking about a worshiper that a choir member. When I was serving, I think I told you before. I served in the north. I served in NMPC. They went out to pray in the mosque, and I was left alone in the office, and this thing started. You won't just be conscious of anything again. By the time they came by, my boss, Fulan, he just came in. He said, what's going on here? By the time he knocked the door, I, I just quickly stopped. But he said, there is something going on. Of course, because not being a Christian, I can't describe it. Then he said, your whole face is white. And I told him, I said, sir, you will not understand if I explain to you that it's better I don't talk about it. For the next one, I kept repeating in the office that there is something. God, we share the same office. I said, there's something in this office. That there's something all over. Because at a point when I was watching, you'll get to a point, you are lost in worship. When you come back, you begin to say things. I will only give you one story in the Bible for today and I will stop here. Let's go to 1 Samuel 15. I think around that verse 30. So sorry, 2 Samuel 15. Around that verse 30. Adonai, there is no higher calling. Play that song for me. No greater honor. The violin guy can help. And to kneel before you. It's at that point that the voice of the Father is unveiled to you. Now, I want to hear the sound of your violin. I live to worship you. Is somebody with me? Stop looking at him. Ah, Nigerians. <laughs> you know, you know why intimidate the guy? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. When I just mentioned, everyone just started looking at the, the guy. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. And David went up by the ascent of Mount Oliveth. Just keep playing subtly. And wept as he went up, which is said cover. They were weeping. Next verse. And one told David. He said, excuse me, sir, Aitofel is one of the conspirators. This was the most terrible moment for David. And David said, ah, <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> I pray thee, 
He said, Absalom, and I said a lot about that for service, is not a problem. All the soldiers around him, I'm a soldier, but they are not problem. But when they mentioned that Aitofel, David said, Mugbe, now we are in real trouble because that guy, if anybody can catch me, Aitofel, because Aitofel had the spirit of wisdom. The Bible says if he counseled you, it, it was equal to, if the guy counseled you, it was equal to you going to God to receive counsel. The Bible didn't say that about, I don't think about any other person. Not in, but Daniel was told about excellent spirit of Daniel 5.10, excellent spirit of wisdom, knowledge, interpretation of duration of art sentences, disturbing of doubts. Daniel will shatter your doubts. If you talk with Daniel, by the time you'll be leaving Daniel's office, you'll be clear about what to do. It's called dissolving of doubts. So, Jide is a Christian. Charles is a Christian. Emeka is a Christian. Ramon is a Christian. And <laughs> everyone is a Christian. And they are all workers in the church. They are fantastic brother. Now, here is a sister. She wants to say yes to one of them. She doesn't know. She's crossed the force. God said we should marry Christian. Now, they are four Christian brothers. They all pray in tongues. They are all spirit-filled. They are all Short fear. <laughs> Tall, dark, and awesome. <laughs> I don't know why they use that word. Is it everybody that loves dark muscle? No. Anyway, whatever the specs are. So, they are there. So now, she doesn't know. Pastor, they are all Christians and they are wonderful. Oh, one is in my world. It's a very wonderful Christian. This one is in my church. Who do I say yes to? If you had a moment with Daniel, by the time you'll be going now, you just know that, okay, it is Charles. Now, the Lord didn't use me to talk to anybody. Just an example. <laughs> so let no sister go out there. Charles is one of the people. He said, hey, naturally. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, if it's connected to Prince Charles, <laughs> maybe that's... Hallelujah. Are you following me? So I'm just saying, you will just be, but the Bible talks about Ahitophel, that he is, that's earlier part where the Bible says that, as if a man had inquired from the Lord, he so was in another dimension, that in order God was saying that no difference between when I counsel you, Almighty God, and when Ahitophel counsels you, that's what the Bible says. So David put him as a close friend because he helped David a lot in making decisions. And he was his very good friend. Then when David heard I was part of the conspirator, ah, he said God. And if you read the rest of the story, only Ithophel gave Absalom an advice. If they followed that advice, they would have killed David that night. The guy entered palace and he's too like this. He said, by my calculation, your father will be in so-so place right now. He fled Lagos. He won't be around camp. He said, your father would have passed camp by now. Between this place and Ibadan, that's where it will be. He said, you know what? Let soldiers go. I will even go with them. We will just kill your father and bring the rest of the soldiers to you. Then they will be loyal to you forever. But then something happened before then. Before he could carry out what he was saying. Go back to that verse 32. Now, everybody was leaving town and joining David. And David was crying. And it came to pass when David was come to the top of Mount where he worshipped God. 
He used to worship in this mountain. And also in the moment of his pain, this particular day, the Bible did not say where he worships normally. He worshipped on that day. When he worshipped God and he lifted up his head, he never said to anybody before now that don't join me. But the Bible said, Behold, Ushai the archer came to meet him with his coat, wreath, and the art upon his head. Look at the next verse. David said, If you go with me, you will be a burden to me. Next verse. If you return to the city and say to Absalom, I will be your servant. And then father said, So will I now be to your servant. Thou may yes, thou for me, defeat the counsel of Ahitophel. If you read the rest of the story, when the guy got to the palace, as at the time he was coming in, was when Ahitophel was telling the king how to get David. And Ahitophel said, ah, Ushai, uh-uh. Hey, you two, you betray your friend, you are here. I said, me. And now where I chop at Dave, I said, look, I'm for everybody. I'm for everybody. I serve the father, he's no more the king, so I'm ready to serve you. And Absalom said, did you hear what Ahitophel just said? So what do you think about it? And a counter. Now, Absalom grew up in the palace. He knew about Ahitophel's reputation. Why did he reject Ahitophel's counsel for Ushai, who was never a counselor? David had worshipped. Number two, how did David know that Ushai, by the time you will get to the palace now, it will be a decision-making time. They fled about 12 hours before now. And David could tell that go now, by the time you are getting there, it will be a time they are about to make decision, divert their attention. But you see, two verses before then, David prayed. The reason why many pray, but they don't recognize the answer when it comes out, they don't worship. David first of all prayed that I need the counsel of Ahitophel to be turned to foolishness. When the answer that will do the job came, he recognized the answer. Because the answer came after worship. Men and brethren, what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, they are reserved for worshippers. A time will come in your life that your worship becomes so deep that all of a sudden you are never afraid of what man can do again. You have, you have always, you know, you have an audience with the Almighty in whose hand is the breath of everybody. So the fear of all men will die. Whether they say a president of a nation is against you, there is a place you ask, you'll know that when you let go of everything, put your phone aside, put everything aside, there is a dimension that you are with God. And there are things to say that you become nothing before it becomes everything. And the next question that my son, what is the problem? And he says, the way you have called me the Almighty, I will prove to others also that I have found a worshiper in you and let no man touch you. Kings can sleep and not wake up again for the sake of those who are worshippers. Satan craves for this thing so much. If you want to block him up, just he can't stand anybody worshipping God. Because it is what he wants. You don't stay around where they are praising your enemy. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are 
if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.